For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well on this Sunday. So Roma, they draw in their final home match to Venezia 1-1 in a match that, let, let's just be clear, that was so typical Roma. It, it was so typical Roma only more more so because of the fact that we know even before kickoff we learned venezia much to my delight so happy that venezia <laughs> are officially relegated so uh, nothing to play for for them roma they can uh, solidify and ensure and secure a place uh, either fifth or sixth more so sixth at this point looks or, or looked likely and they go out and Andy if new Roma old Roma it doesn't even matter that was just Roma that was Roma yes conceding mm-hmm. in what 30 seconds and then somehow they and I, and this is again why I love XG I love these like statistics that that you know five ten years ago we just didn't have at our disposal and that there's people far smarter than either of us who are able to calculate these things. I thought Roma's expected goal would be four or five. I couldn't believe it was only three because they had so many chances to score. And hitting the woodwork, okay, four times is just the cherry on top of it all. But The most since 2004. Yeah, yes. And beyond that, too... It seemed like they were just walking past Venezia's midfield, but they still couldn't find the back of the net. Now, the 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 optimist in me wants to take the mindset of, okay, I want to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. They clearly have no interest in seeing out these final few matches in Serie A. They are solely and 100% fixated on the final of May 25th in Tirana. Frankly, I couldn't really blame them for that because let's be clear, first European or uh, yeah, first European final for Roma since 1991. First final, okay, and opportunity for a trophy since since the Coppa Italia, yeah, 2012, <coughs> yes. 13. Yes, okay. Yes. <clears throat> so yes. It, 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 it's not as if these occasions come around every season or every other season or i mean in this case every decade so i can understand from the human nature point of view you are looking past a venezia you are looking past a ivan juric torino and you're looking towards one thing i understand that and frankly i can't blame them for that 
So it's difficult for me to come on here and start getting very upset about what took place yesterday. It, it is. Now, I would say I'm more so befuddled and not even befuddled. I would say I'm more so um, uh, concerned that some of the things that we saw against Fiorentina, Venezia, somehow leak into the match against Feyenoord. That is my only fear. That is my only concern. Beyond that, I, I couldn't care less, to be honest with you. I know I'm probably in the minority of this group, but I, 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 I don't care what happens against Venezia. I didn't care about Fiorentina. I don't care about Torino. Now, this is completely against what Jose Mourinho and even the uh, the, the, the players themselves are saying. So, again, I, I, I completely am aware of the fact that I am in the minority when I say this, but I understand it all, I guess, is ultimately what I'm trying to get to. And I, I can't come in here and just rip these guys apart because I understand it completely. So uh, are, are you making a big deal of yesterday? I would say that all of us would probably be concerned whether or not you put a lot of stock into these last few league matches. Ultimately, yeah, I would assume all of us have really the same concern of we just need to make sure this doesn't come into the final in 10 days. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, once again, like the, like those Leicester games, these are, you know, it's we've seen, uh, you know, a, a Roma that, that can go from zero to 100 and a, and a Roma <clears throat> that is different considering the context of it. Uh, you know, we, we, we even saw a Roma sleepwalk through games like the one against Vitesse and then all of a sudden wake up and score and get away with a win. Um, right. I think these, you know, I, as you said, uh, both, you know, you and I can sometimes have a, a really difficult, difficult time mustering up any sort of excitement over, you know, uh, commentating some of these games like Fiorentina, like now Venezia. So I can only imagine the excitement that certain players must have for these, really these games where you just, <laughs> right, right. where it's just, you know, it's, Yes, they are important, and yes, certainly, I, you know, for a lot of fans, it would mean a lot to say finish above Lazio. But once you have that goal in sight, why? Once you are, you know, once you you have that one game waiting for you, uh, just ten days away. Um, I, as a player, I can imagine that there's just something that, especially as a player like like Roma in this case, a Roma team that. Is really short on options, and they really have to rely on on more or less the same guys, game in, game out. Those players are tired, man. And if you ask them, would you be willing to spend more energy on a conference league final or a game against the relegated Venezia side that is down to ten men and <laughs> yeah, uh, fighting yeah. like crazy? Right. Um, right. Then I just, I, I again, I, I as you said, I can't blame them. Um, the, the the probably the disappointing thing, of course, is that we are we are here. It's the end of the season, and we're in a position where we can't really determine ourselves whether we play in Europe or not next year. That's obviously disappointing. But once again, like we said last time around, it's perfect reflection of our season and the season of other teams like Lazio, like Atalanta, like Fiorentina, teams that were just not good enough, just not good enough to, to you know, to, to cruise, cruise by and, and secure 
uh, a European uh, spot right away, just like that, with the click of a finger. Um, this is, you know, this is a Roma team that that has had mental lapses, that has struggled to convince, you know, just the sole fact that you concede a goal to a, a Venezia that already knows they're playing on Saturday next year rather than on Sunday. Uh, it's uh, that that already shows you that the team is not there. Doesn't matter what Thiago Pinto says. Doesn't matter what Jose Mourinho says. Doesn't matter what the players say. Oh, we wanted to, we wanted to beat Venezia. It was our objective. Blah 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 blah. At the end of the day, what matters is the attitude of the team. And the attitude of the team clearly says we don't want to be here. We want to be in Tirana. We want to be fighting for something bigger than this. We want to have the the right motivation the opponent we want the opponent that we've been given and uh and and that's it that's really that's what it comes down to is words are words but once you see how roma have stepped on the pitch the last few uh games in, in Serie with with you know Tammy Abraham was clearly uh, out of gas oh man he uh, looks whole, oh did he whole, look fatigued woof yeah and a whole, you know, a whole backline that seems more disoriented than than ever, and and then you you can see you factor in the woodwork and and the fact that Roma had what forty six shots on Venezia, and you know you had to hope for for uh, an Eldor Schmort of masterclass to 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 get by. My gosh, um, how about that, that touch? You- the- the first, yeah, the touch on that goal. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that tells you everything you need to know. And then the cherry on top is obviously for a Roma game like this to have people like Totti and De Rossi uh, attend the game from the stands, and and uh, you got yourself the most Roma game imaginable. You know, f- facing a relegated side, uh, you know, still fighting for an important objective. The opponent is down to 10 men. You have legends attending uh, the game. <laughs> you hit the woodwork four times, the, the highest number of times since 2004-2005. And you have 46 shots on goal. And you go down by one goal within the first minute of playing time. I mean, right, that's... right. It, it really doesn't get more Roma than that, my friends. No, no. Uh, I mean... People are going to think that you were being sarcastic when you said 46 shots. That was actually the number that Roma had. Let me run down this this line of uh, data for you from this match. This is this is about as Roma as it gets, as you said. Shots, 46, 16 of which were on target. Possession, 69% to 31. Passes, 548 to 260. Pass at accuracy... 86% to 69%, nice. Fouls, 11 to 14. Uh, corners, th- this one blew my mind. 20 corners to two. And that somehow, the disparity <laughs> is a one-to-one draw. Now, as I said, the expected goals, I-, I-, I was shocked at Understat, the one that I primarily used. They had uh, Roma at 3.07 and Venezia at uh, 0.3. So that just goes to show you this was as Roma as it comes. I mean, it it doesn't matter. Matches like this, 
It doesn't matter if it's Jose Mourinho. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Luciano Spalletti. This will happen at least once or twice, sometimes three times per season, this sort of match, where Roma just, the, the, the forces of nature are just against them. And it doesn't matter who is on the pitch. It doesn't matter, uh, in this case, De Rossi, Totti, um, in the stands. None of it matters. This stuff has already been predetermined long before the match even kicks off, that it's just not going to happen for Roma, and we've seen it time and time again. So I, I'm not going to go crazy over it. It just is very, very frustrating and ultimately leads us to this, okay, well, now you have Torino on Friday. You have to get something out of it, yeah, because if I'm reading this correctly, Fiorentina, or I'm sorry, Atalanta, we assume they're going to win. They have Empoli at home. Fiorentina, they face Juve, but it's going to be a Juve with no motivation, and they're going to be playing in Tuscany. So you would assume that both of those matches culminate in victories for Fiorentina and Atalanta. So that means Roma, they at least, if you want them not to finish eighth, they have to win, right? I, I guess I'm trying to look at and consider all different scenarios in my head, and, and I guess I just don't really see many alternatives. Now, Lazio, they have some difficulties. So tomorrow they go away to Juve, and then they have Verona at home. And this has been a Verona that, let's not forget, do we remember who the head coach was at the beginning of the season when they were literally bottom three of the games table. he lasted three games three games zero wins oh my god by the I, I i also believe they did not score a goal in any of those three matches if i'm yes. not mistaken so and then they replaced him with with tudor and they scored three against us <laughs> <laughs> that's that stretch uh from september to november is really looking back on it I'm always the old man that talks about the points that you drop in the fall ultimately end up being the ones that oh you regret Oh, my God, most. yes, you do. Okay. Every time. Yes. Look at that run, man. Venezia, they lose to. They lose to Verona. They yep. uh, lose to Bologna. I mean, it yep. is like... It, it, it's it, brutal. It's a murderer's it's row of just yes. awful results against teams that, let's be clear, are absolutely unequivocally awful they're they're, they're terrible even I, I mean i'm looking at this bottom half of sandy i don't know if it's ever been this bad before i mean all of these teams suck i i don't know why i'm doing this but i have coyote on at the moment against uh Inter, yep. and it, it's and somehow they'll probably save themselves i don't know how but it, yeah uh... I, it's it's just so puzzling to me that you look at this roma that handles Leicester in the second leg with relative ease, regardless of what the scoreboard says, only winning mm -hmm. one to zero. A Roma that dominates Atalanta twice, that was dominating Juve for 74 minutes. Mm -hmm. One that, uh, I mean, should have beaten Napoli. Tw uh, well, I don't know about twice, but definitely should have beaten them in the first leg. And then I look and it's like, oh, wow. Okay, they drop points to these teams that, would struggle to finish top of Serie B. So I, 
Somebody in our patron chat said, I have to be consistent because if I'm killing Paolo Fonseca for not winning the big games, why don't I make mention of it for Jose Mourinho not beating the small teams? I guess I would like to, I mean, I suppose that being in a conference league final has something to do with it. Now, the conference league didn't even exist under the, uh, during the tenure of Paolo Fonseca. So, hey, maybe I, uh, maybe I was selling him short. Maybe he could have been the one to leave Roma uh, to Conference League glory had the... Uh, My dude, he was facing Manchester United with Antonio Mirante. Yes. You wouldn't even wish that to your worst enemy. Well, no, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't, but I guess I go back to... He's the one who wanted Paolo Lopez, who, I, I, I mean, for a few months who did good, and then... Whatever a Cherby did to him in that derby, where he misses the punch. Yeah, but he was he was he was he was great in the Europa League. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. The, look the at his he... look at his data, uh, Serie compared to Europa League. Yes, it is. It is the Europa League was turning insane. it on, and and when he went down against Manchester United, and and then the same game, Spinazzola and Vertu, we we're like, okay, yep, that's done. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah, and, well, speaking uh, of that, he was terrible yesterday. I don't know if you thought the same. I thought yeah, he was I thought yeah. he was horrendous yesterday. Yeah, he's he's gone. I mean, Finished. he's one of those players that, you know, he's just hanging around there, um, but it's pretty clear that his mind is elsewhere, the club's mind's elsewhere. He's only playing because really, I mean, we're running out of gas in the midfield. Cristante is is uh pulling extra duty. I mean, the, the, talk about a guy who Again, I you know I don't want to be here and 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 keep praising Cristante because no, I know it. that this is a guy with limitations. But man, you 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 can just he's he you can basically tell him you'll play three hundred sixty five days a year, and he'll say just yes, okay, I'll do it, and right. he'll do it. It's unbelievable what this guy like. Everybody's resting at some point in time. Everybody's resting. Everybody's getting forty-five minutes off. Carsdorp, Smalling, Pellegrini. This guy is not, and that's I, I you know, in a in a midfield, uh, or at least when you have somebody like Vertu, who I mean, plays with the same kind of uh, excitement and motivation that um, I had when I had to go to music lessons when I was twelve. Uh, <laughs> That's you know that I, I really I have to praise him because um, we are we're you know we're going into this final stretch and he's there and he's you know even in these meaningless games he's arguably better than Vertu. Yeah. So and and these arguably, are the games where, no he he one thousand percent is. And Vertu should be the one being better because she, he should be the one looking for a market. I mean who. Now, if somebody is is sane uh, and and will watch uh, Roma Venezia uh, to scout Vertu, I oh. mean, I don't even I don't even want to imagine the kind of offers that Roma will get. I mean, I don't know a, a bag of spinach or, <laughs> or you know a, a box of cereal. I don't know, but but definitely not real money because right now he's playing like crap, like absolute crap, and this was. I remember at some point I was like, this is our top player. You know, I remember, oh, yeah. I remember, I think it was like that Bologna game where Edin uh, Jacob scores the winner and it's Vertu who like uh, runs for like 40, 50 meters at the 92nd minute and provides a beautiful assist. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, that he's our top player. Now that, 
the old guard is, is slowly fading away. Vertu is the one who's holding the light to the team. And uh, boy, oh boy, was I mistaken. Yeah, well, and two, if you had asked people, what, one year ago? You, you probably would have been unlikely to find people willing to part with him for, what, 25, 30 million euros? It would have taken mm -hmm. probably some offer of 40 million euros to part with him. Now, I... I good I, luck. I, yeah, yeah now, I can't even luck. venture to guess what, uh, what, what sort of market he has. Now, he did change agents. Uh, he appointed a new one some weeks ago. Um, and this guy doesn't talk to anybody, so it, it's kind of difficult to gauge where things are. Now he's going to leave, but I look at him. I have been so bold and brave in not speaking of Diawara that I've almost been partly glad that Vertu has been so bad that it's allowed me to mask having to talk about my boy, um, which is just so odd because if you think of the early days of Paulo Fonseca, think of that midfield. Do you... Do, can, Let's travel back in time. Everybody, just close your eyes. Go back to September of 2000 and... Was it 19? 2019? Mm -hmm. Oh, my yes. gosh. 2019. Do you remember those first two months where you had Veretu Diawara absolutely bossing it? How good they were? And then that yeah. match against Cagliari where... Cagliari... Who was, the, who was their defender that, that really uh, broke balls with the, with the play acting? Um, oh my God! Who yeah, looked like he was sniped to, from uh, somebody from Monte Mario uh, brought out their sniper. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? He had to get an egg brace and be carried out. <laughs> oh man, I don't remember. They, stretch, Cagliari... they stretched him off. Yeah, Cagliari are full of those. Was it Pizzacane? Yes, like that? yes, Pizzacane? yes, yes, Pizzacane. yes. God, Jesus, yes. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. And Diawara went down, and after that, it was not the same. Because the, was it, wasn't it Kalinic who um, who got into it with him, and that's how he went down, if I'm not mistaken. I just remember. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. He get Kalinic scores the winner or something. He gets it. Uh, they go at VAR, give a foul, and blah blah blah. Off, Fonseca gets a red card. Oh my God! Just wow. Okay. No. Well, if you don't laugh, you end up crying. So that's why we choose to laugh at things like <laughs> that. But in all seriousness, I I just think that even though, and I I I do have to applaud Jose Mourinho in this regard. Um, he was very outspoken about Roma's lack of options on the bench in the fall. It's really not as if it's improved that much. I I don't think anybody would have envisioned this this. I don't even know how you describe Veritu now because he's he, he's a non-entity for Roma, offers very little. Meanwhile, as you said, Cristante, a guy who I think everybody at some point has been critical of, and I think it's more so because, and I I, I remember specifically saying this about uh, Juani Torbe, if you as a player, if I cannot name one characteristic or quality that you excel at, just one thing, Torbe, is he fast, technical, goal scorer, poacher, whatever. You, you have to have one characteristic that I should be able to distinguish as being your uh, uh, highest quality or your best known characteristic. With Cristante, I, I don't even know what that is. Maybe he, he runs a lot because if you look at uh, distance covered, I mean, he is way up there in terms of uh, league leaders. So maybe that's it. You know what he reminds... Somebody said this to me um, 
when I was watching a couple of weeks ago, watching Cristante, because if we want to talk about just technically gifted footballers, uh, he unfortunately does not fit the mold of that. Somebody described him as looking like, you know, when you take your dog to the park, you put him in the car, and then the moment you open up the car door, your your dog just is the happiest they've ever been. They sprint out of the car, and they just go. They go, 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 go. Somebody <laughs> uh, described him, uh, Cristante to me like that, basically like a golden retriever who's just happy to be at the park, like a dog. And I, I was struck by that because I can't think of any other comparison to him. That was about it, and I thought how apt, how apt yeah. that was because – True. You know, every every time we talk about certain players, we you know you you like to compare them to people of the past. Like Davide Santon, for about uh, half a decade, was the next uh, um, was the next uh, not um, Maldini. Yeah. Uh, yes. When, when he was with the uh, Inter, yeah, with the youth setup, he was the next Maldini. With Cristante, you don't hear anybody compare him to anyone because nobody knows who the hell he can be compared to. So I'm just going yeah. to call him. He's like our golden retriever. He is. Yes, uh, he's he's he is. our dog. You know, he doesn't. He just likes being doesn't out on complain. the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just there. He's just, he just enjoys himself. <clears throat> and listen, I just checked out in um, Iturbe. Uh, okay. I don't even what, want to know where he plays. Juan Iturbe is uh, is Greece. at Thessaloniki. He's in Greece. And You're kidding scored... me! I, I said Greece out of my ass. <laughs> I, I, had, I had no yeah, idea. He's in Greece. He's in Greece. He's in Thessaloniki, so small, small uh, island-based team, and uh, and he scored exactly one goal in thirty-one <laughs> in thirty-one appearances this season. Oh, my. <laughs> he's he's got three yellow cards and one goal this season. So, That's I mean, it. this is and this is the guy who was banging in goals with Luca Toni. You know, I mean, this is. Unbelievable. That um, is the most Juan Iturbe yes. uh, statistic yes. I've ever seen. Because yes. it, the only two goals I remember of his were obviously the derby. That's the one that sticks out to everybody. But I remember two, Seska uh, uh, Moscow. Do you remember that one when Roma just, uh, I mean, pummeled them in the Champions League? And yeah. I, I just remember this unbelievable finish that Iturbe had. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, we have Totti, Gervinho, and Itorbe. Who who is stopping this? Who is stopping this machine? Yeah, well, anybody. That was the answer. (laughs) Pescara, that's who. (laughs) All right, well. Yeah, this is, you know, it's, uh, it's, I think, in all seriousness, um, that's that's the balancing act that Jose Mourinho is doing right now. Uh, He's, he's, you know, he's clearly having to rely on a team that has pieces that have a future. And then there is a huge chunk of this team that everybody knows, including the players themselves, there is no future for them at the club. And so once you, once you enter this final stretch of the season with that mindset, with those players having to play major role, uh, then, then it's uh, it gets confusing and it gets difficult down the stretch. Yeah, definitely. It, it's this was never going to be easy because we all know that, as we've been saying, Roma their limitations are really well known. I mean, we know who everybody is at this point. Nobody is likely to come out and, and surprise us in really any significant way. 
So I, I guess to put a bow on all of this, that that begs the question of how do you approach Friday? What do you do? Because, listen, I I would toss it. I don't care. Uh, really, other than aesthetics, what is the difference from a Roma perspective between finishing fifth and eighth? Beyond the fifth looks better. Now, obviously, Europa League versus Conference League. However, you're in the Europa League if you win the Conference League. So what... This whole thing of should we do this? Should we do that? To me, it's just it's very straightforward at this point, and I really haven't wavered in this really uh, belief for the last couple of weeks uh, since Roma have known that they will be in the final. I I was of the mindset you worry about that game and forget about everything else. But just based upon what Jose Mourinho and everybody else has been saying, Tiago Pinto before after these games I have a very difficult time envisioning them just uh, being very casual about this one. I do. Now, the pessimist in me, obviously, I could just see it now. I, I mean, we want to talk about being so Roma. I don't want to do any sort of curse, but my gosh, somebody very important being on the pitch against Torino, I can just see it. I, I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, just Juric in general, he known for his shithousery, okay? This guy, when you think... You're going to face a uh, any one of his teams. They have zero reason to be playing. Of course, as you the, the match you always allude to, Totti's goodbye. They come out and play as if Juric told them, "Hey, unbelievable! Yeah, we still, need this for survival." No, still, I still, I still feel uncomfortable just thinking about that game. It, it, it's many, incredible. Too many things that. went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot that they had Pellegri on their team too. That, yes. Wow. Yes. And then what was it? Was it well, was it De Rossi who scores and gives us and, and we are all happy and unbelievable and it feels so good. And then moments later, yeah, they, they score get right back. back. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Just not <laughs> I can't. Okay, well, I, I mean, I'm looking up and down and I could have sworn don't they also have Sanabria? Or maybe he was just out. I don't know. I know he's on their team. He's recently been injured, yeah. Oh, real shame. So, <laughs> I, I, I am of the mindset this is very simple. You just mail it in and you, you, you don't try. I think this is very straightforward, but I don't envision them doing that. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't think so, especially with Mourinho. He's made it known that it, for him it's important. Standings, I mean, the team may even play like crap, but the guy is, is clear, clearly cares about his image and ultimately where you end up is 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 uh is sort of a reflection of of um of the work of the manager you remember he said something like oh you know if, if we finish fifth it will look better than than the last few over the last roma's uh, positioning over the last few years and that's mm. true but at the yes. same time it's for me uh, yes obviously as as someone who's clearly just focused on that may 25th date I could not care less about this game. I want everybody out. I want the janitor playing as goalkeeper. <laughs> I want Alberto De Rossi. Put him in it, it for Abraham, I, man. Please. I want, I want, no, I even want Jose Mourinho to just stay home. Because, you know, I just want him to just stay home, have Alberto De Rossi lead the team from the sideline. I uh, I want all the Primavera. I want Tammy Abraham far away. I want him somewhere nice, quiet, peaceful, where he can recover and just 
sip on a club soda or something. <laughs> what is the thing they call it when uh, that that room when uh, the president, the, like the last man room or something, right? When the like panic the room, panic, panic room, room. Yeah, panic yeah, 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 yeah. Where they take like one, you know, at least one panic person. Room, yes. Yeah, in case yes. something happens. Like that's where Just I want shut them, them down. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's what yes. we want them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Isolated, confined, perfectly safe. That's what we want. It's for me, it is just, I understand there is always at the, the, you know, when we, when we, when we're in this part of the season, it's all a matter of pride. We cannot, and we, we hate finishing below Lazio. And, you know, obviously um, when you take into consideration the, the season, these teams had, as I said before, there is no clear positioning in my mind. Those Atalanta, Lazio, Roma, Fiorentina all played the same. Really, I mean, it's it's if you look at their season, it's very similar. The the number of ups, the number of downs, the the the, the sort of the, the the severity of the downs, it's it's all there. Every team from those four has had it. Um, very similar periods of time where they played brilliant and then they would play like absolute crap. So for me, it just it. It's meaningless at this point. When you have this much at stake, it's meaningless um, because the standings are standings, and honestly, they rarely do justice to 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 the complexity of, of the games. So, usually, it's it's just a matter of how lucky you are in the final days, and whether you're still in some other competitions, or is, is fatigue setting in? Do you have enough right. rest? Um, Roma haven't had uh, enough rest. They for me even the fact that yes they get the the match against Torino anticipated by two days that's still in, in preparation for a big final that's not enough time but whatever um, Roma are in it it's in my mind the Torino game is just it's just gonna be like a friendly against I don't know Ternana or something you know the usual right friendly right, at, right. at Trigoria or in some rough neighborhood outside of Rome where you can. You know where you can just have the chance to to see two minutes of Spinazzola and and uh, two minutes of maybe Volpato or something. Right. And uh, beyond that, move on. Conference League final, it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, as we go, though, we haven't mentioned this because we did bring up our friend uh, Mister uh, Piuforte de Dani Alves. How has it not occurred to either of us that Antonio Mirante is also going to win a Scudetto? Or has it occurred to you? You just you were too scarred to mention it. No, I, it has occurred to me. Just the 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 thought is that at least he hasn't stepped on the pitch once. So <laughs> I just think I you know it, <laughs> I, I someone in our I, Patreon I group just just added this message to it, and it it never struck me that that was the case. But that is, yeah, but it is an alarming but, but thing. I never thought about how does one feel when one hasn't played a single game, like when you lift that cup. What do you feel? You know, what do you feel? I don't know. Do you feel some kind of satisfaction? I mean, Antonio Miranda has hasn't played a game since, since the Fonseca what, days. Atalanta put you know, seven past No, not even. <laughs> no, a bit later on, I think. No. Um, or no, because Fusato was in the final days of last season, so Fusato was playing more regularly. That's true. Um, I just 
it's uh it's unbelievable if you look at now i just i was just looking did you know that kevin strotman is still a calgary player but hasn't played a game since november 30th um you know it's funny you mention kevin strotman because i contacted him about coming on before the match against Feyenoord. oh cool um he hasn't returned my message but no. now that you mention okay. that are we even sure he's alive because, I, as you I, know, I WhatsApp know can alert you if somebody reads it, and he has not read my message. So I was growing mm -hmm. concerned, but I didn't check his 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 yeah. statistics. He hasn't played since November thirtieth. Is and he injured? Happened between yeah yeah between between November thirtieth and uh, and uh, May when you when you're coached by uh, Mazzari uh, all this time. I don't know. Mazzari is a weird character. I don't. I hope. I hope Kevin is all right because um, that 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 much time under Walter Mazzari is never good for for, uh, no, for one's no. health. No, 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 especially when you're already prone to injury. Um, playing for him just uh, it exacerbates any sort of problems that you may have. Oh wow, he had a knee surgery in December. Oh, that makes me feel terrible for him. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. Uh, his knees at this point uh, made of uh, paper mache. Um, oh, awful. All right, everybody. We'll leave it there. There, I, I mean, uh, Walter Mazzari talk. I, I can't think of much better subjects than the, an episode on. So <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll be back ahead. Or no, we'll probably come back after. <laughs> I don't know which, what more we could possibly. Unless, of course, Kevin Stroman gets back to me and exactly uh, decides, hey, I will come out on this date. I don't know. Or Antonio Mirante as mm, he uh, mm. goes on a victory lap around... Uh, Around Italy with his uh, with his scudetto. If there were one player on that Milan who, when they hoist the trophy, were to drop it, it is undoubtedly him. I don't know well, if any sort of. I mean, you, you know, but you have also Florenzi, who's not exactly the most secure guy. So no, I would that's also true. think twice about giving him the the scudetto the first few yes, seconds yeah well yeah that's true i mean you don't have to worry about giving him a football so um something precious like a trophy <laughs> i can only imagine the damage he's uh, uh liable to do all right everyone we will be back i don't know sometime within the next three to five days who knows uh until then <coughs> ciao ciao